Today, I want to look at a parallel between being born physically as a baby and growing healthy uh, with being born spiritually in new birth and uh, growing healthy as a Christian in Christ. Three particulars I want to equate. Number one, when a baby first opens his eyes, uh, what they see for the first time, a new world they never would have seen if they had not been born physically. And they're going to use these physical eyes to see amazing things the rest of their life. Number two, something else happens. They usually open their mouth as a baby and start crying, don't they? Uh, they found this new talent where they can get their way the rest of their life. It's, it's weird to me why they don't begin life smiling because it is said that it takes less uh, muscles to smile than to frown. Um, but before you know it, we learn to get our way and to know how to speak and the inflection of our voice uh, to use this new talent for our own good. Number three, it doesn't take long before a baby begins another cycle called eating. And we continue this the rest of our, of our life also because we kind of like eating. It's good and it helps us grow. All right, here's the comparison. Um, there's also a way to be born spiritually, new birth in Christ. And Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So first of all, that word see comes back to us. Um, you cannot see the kingdom of God unless you've been born again. So when we're born again, God gives us spiritual eyes to see the things of God. And we, we use those eyes to see his glory, more and more of his glory, the rest of our life. Um, but without those spiritually quickened, awakened uh, eyes that are brought to life, uh, the gospel of how Jesus took our our punishment is boring to us. You know, um, two people walk into a museum in France uh, to visit and look at the Mona Lisa. And uh, one stares and ponders, and it's beautiful to them. And they, they stare there for an hour, and they come back the next day. And on a regular basis, they think about each brushstroke and the painter. Um, it's beautiful. The other person walks up to the same painting and looks back down at their smartphone and walks away. The, God, or the painting is boring to them. All right? I hope the good news of Jesus is beautiful to you. That's what believing is, to, to, to look on something in delight, to look on Jesus and the gospel in delight for your own soul. It's beautiful to you. It's not boring. So, so that, that was what we, comparing the eyes of the baby physically with the eyes of the, the baby spiritually. And, and now, um, the baby, remember the baby cried when it was born and learned to get its way? Luke six forty five says, out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And so at our new birth in Christ, it's quite different. We don't open our mouth and cry. But we open our mouth with joy. We delight in Jesus more and more throughout our life. And we use this, this new gift 
forever. And we see more of God's glory and transformed uh, into his own image so we, uh, with his character and attributes as we grow in him. And we worship him with greater and greater insight. All right, number three, the food that the baby eats. They like eating, and so they keep eating, and uh, it's the same with us, you know. That's where we start in the Lord. We, we partake of the food of the kingdom of God, and we're born. We wake up as a newborn in Christ and eat food, and we grow in his kingdom. Psalms 34, 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, and it is. And so we eat off of his table the rest of our life. It gives us new uh, spiritual taste buds, and we like this new food. Um, Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled, satisfied. I mean, now we follow after Jesus who said in John four thirty four, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. All right, well, I want to finish with a good diet plan for our new life in Christ, a spiritual diet. You know, we've got to eat healthy. Otherwise, uh, the spiritual uh, dark chocolates, the carbs, are going to make us sick. Um, so spiritually, what's for breakfast in the mornings? Is it your smartphone um, or your internet or, or a game, video game? Here's what... We should be doing what I should be doing every day. Psalms 143.8, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. So what refreshes you through the day? John 7.37, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. What about lunch? In John 35, the day after Jesus fed the 5,000, he said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. And what about afternoon snacks? You know, those those are, are really good sometimes. They give you a boost when you need it. But be careful not to go back to the, the high-carb dark chocolate of the world. It was late afternoon that David tasted the world's temptations as he lusted after Bathsheba that was on, uh, on her roof. If David fell into sin, David would have been better to refresh himself in God's word. Psalms 119-103, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey, from, uh, than honey to my mouth. Now, what about supper time? Uh, my family and I, sometimes we go out to Big Dan's. Uh, they have, uh, you know, a big old buffet sometimes, and they're not too expensive. But, you know, not everyone can afford to go out and eat a big full-course meal every day unless it's spiritual food from God that he provides. Isaiah 55, 1 says... Come, everyone who thirsts, come to waters, the waters, and he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and you labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, 
and eat what is good, and delight yourself in rich food. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to drink a cup of warm herbal tea in the evenings before I go to bed. I like chamomile and chocolate hazelnut. Um, and uh, ginger is awesome. But the Bible says a full course spiritual meal is good. It can satisfy you. It's okay. Do it. Psalm 63.5 says, My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of night of the night. And let's not forget that midnight snack, Psalms 119.62. At midnight, I raise, I rise to praise you because of your righteous rules. It's, it's an all-day meal, my friends. Psalms 119, 164. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous rules. And then we awaken again. And um, this is amazing. Notice here in Isaiah 50 that we have a dual purpose in eating good food. It's not only that we might grow healthy in the Lord ourselves, uh, but that we might share him with others. Isaiah 54. The Lord God has given me the tongue of disciples that I may know how to sustain the weary one with a word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen as a disciple. So it starts all over the next morning. But it's not only for our benefit, but it's also for others. So, Lord, may we delight in you and grow healthy continually, eating at your table. Keep us from testing what the world is serving. Lord, I did not want to, to once again acquire a taste for the spiritually dark, tempting foods of the world, full of sugars and toxins. One gives us strength and health and life, and the other brings weakness, sickness, and death. But thank you for our positional righteousness through Jesus, uh, and, and grow us practically healthy in you until you return, Lord. Help us to share your goodness with others. And thank you for Jesus. Amen.